and welcome to this edition of the Property Pod. Today we're joined by Aidan from Gora and Partners. I'm so pleased I got that right because I had to seriously <laughs> rehearse that prior to this podcast. Um, they're based um, just inside of um, Suffolk. Today we're going to be talking about the rush from the city to the countryside in light of COVID-19. Just as, as I normally do, please can I ask you to like and share, subscribe, depending on what platform you're, you're listening to us to, um, to our uh, Property Podcast um, channel. We're relatively new in doing this, we've done this for a couple of months now, um, but we'd really appreciate your support. If you're able to share it, our sort of main focus is to convey property and law information to you in a relatively easy and simplistic way. Um, I hope that yeah, that does transpire, and you do you do feel that way too. Anyway, without further ado, I'm going to pass you over to Libby, who I'm normally joined by, and, and she's going to ask the questions. Um, um, so, Aidan, tell us about your um, company, Growing Partners. So, basically, we um, yeah, as I said, we're a single office based in East Burgold, um, right kind of between Colchester and Colchester and Ipswich. Um, and we're yeah, there's only seven of us in the office. We're a pretty small team, but. Okay. We do a bit of everything, you know. We kind of do from um, just straight residential sales, from you know, hundred grand flats to ah. very expensive stuff, which is yeah. always very exciting. But kind of same really positive ethos on all of it. Uh, we do land in new homes. We do development land procurement, lettings, a little bit of commercial lets. Um, yeah, a bit yeah, of everything really. we'll try everything, and yeah, we. We'll, yeah, it's all oh, going cool. pretty well. We're going about thirty years or so now. So. Wow! Yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all good, and we're we're a pretty experienced kind of team. I'm the youngest, which I mean, I'm only thirty, so I'm oh. myself really young. But yeah, and I've you know I've been here for about ten years or so. So yeah, okay. we kind of yeah we like to think we know what we're doing. So yeah, <laughs> it's all that. And um, in like the last few years or, or since COVID started, what sort of impact do you think COVID nineteen has actually had on the property market? It's it's really interesting. I think. The property market since kind of 2016, really, with, with Brexit and everything mm. that happened then, oh, that's yeah, a whole other subject. Let's, let's not get into that. Since then, it's been a bit of, you know, the market's been a real mixed picture. Mm. And basically, COVID has kind of come in just when everything was settling down and added a few kind of loops and yeah. twists to the roller coaster <laughs> that was the yeah. market before. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, I was having think about this yeah, this morning before I came along. And it's interesting, COVID, while it's kind of taken away so many freedoms from us and like what we can do and where you can go and who you can see, it's given kind of people the opportunity to actually kind of be in their homes and be at home, you know, enforced kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not actually allowed to go out. Yeah. Um, but it's made people, I think, reassess what they want from their home. Mm. Uh, and, and if their home's giving them that already, fantastic, great. Um, but I think it's made some people realize they want something else from 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 their home, and therefore it's made them think about moving and what they want, and you know that, and you know what they want for themselves and their family. That's why we've seen you know, this kind of pick up recently in people wanting to move. It's just mm. giving people a bit of time yeah. <laughs> to, to reassess, basically. We, we've discussed uh, previously with uh, another guest about the upsurge in home offices and people wanting larger gardens. That's yeah. kind of a it, definitely, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it's really interesting. The the I suppose homeworking has always been a bit of a factor, but I think it was quite kind of reserved for you know, certain jobs. You know, marketing was often quite, you know, people could work from home. Um, yeah, or people, perhaps, you know, if you're 
CEO or something like that. You yeah. can decide you work from home because you're the boss. Um, so it, it, offices weren't very common across you know, most of the housing stock. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely now we're seeing so many more people put office pods in their gardens, convert their garages. Yeah, some yeah. stuff's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it, exactly. And I think you know, some of it's probably from, you know, I've got child and I can't even imagine trying to sit at home at the kitchen table oh, working right. while she's running around. It wouldn't happen. So yeah, I can. It, it, it's, it's something we've definitely seen practically mm-hmm. on the ground. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. And what do you sort of think people are looking for when they're moving from like the city or town to the countryside? Uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I think there's always been this kind of vision of what people want when they come out of the city. There's kind of like good, uh, a good life. I'm probably too young to know what that is. Oh, but, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. But I think it's really interesting. I, it's not actually always that that matches the reality of why people move out of out of town. I mean, when we say city, it's always London. You know, ninety percent of people don't get people from move from Manchester down here. And it doesn't really work. Mm. But more often than not, we find it's actually often driven financially because you know, property prices in London for a long time have been high and mm. the market there strong. And we've just found it's people who they want the the desire is actually we can sell a two bedroom flat in wherever in London, doesn't you know, Greenwich or somewhere like that, move out to Suffolk or Suffolk Essex borders and use that money to buy a really nice four or five bedroom house mm. for their family with more with more you know, with more space around. So that kind of financial factor has been quite quite a uh, you know, quite quite a kind of strong influence for a long time. Um, yeah, and obviously yeah, all the kind of it's right easy it's easy to commute from Manningtree and Ipswich, you know, the trains mm. are under an hour. Um, yeah, it, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. We're just that close enough that it's not too much of an inconvenience, especially if you're now only working, say, three days in the office, which yeah, is in London. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Moving to Suffolk and Essex actually makes quite viable sense to where we are. It's easy, easy to get to by train now. I think lots of people. Yeah, exactly. We're all country people. We're very welcoming, yeah. You, you yeah. only have to live in the village 10 years before they'll call you your first name. Yeah, that's true. What do you think? Uh, when do you think is the best time to sort of downsize your home? Is there a right time? I mean, I think it's interesting. I, th- I think, you know, when we talk about downsizing and kind of that, that segment, yeah, the, we, we, you know, we, we kind of get involved quite often early on with, with, with people who are thinking about making that decision. And I, I think it's always a bit of a balance and it's really different, uh, you know, it's obviously down, down to the individual. But we often find it's, it's people who are look. They're actually they're not necessarily just looking for a smaller house. They're looking for less of a commitment to their house and less kind of you know not stress, but just less to do. Mm. It's not always not always you know they need a smaller house. It's just they want less to do. Mm. So in terms of like the right time, you know, when we have these conversations with people, I would say just make sure you do the downsize for when you can actually enjoy it. Mm. You know, since only people wait a really long time, they say, oh, we'll do that next year, we'll do it next year. And you know, I've, there are people who I've kind of gone and valued their houses, I don't know, like kind of once a year for five years or so. And they put it off and they put it off. And then when they come to do it, they go, I really wish we'd done that about oh. three or four years ago. And yeah, <laughs> so I think- the energy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's the, the energy to do it and the kind of enthusiasm to do mm. it. I think yeah. downside is such an emotional upheaval because you're sort of, 
generally doing mm. it. I mean, I'm, I'm approaching that age myself where I'm thinking, I want to downsize because my children are grown now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of thinking, do I need the space? But that is ultimately the family home where yeah. I raise my children. So for me, it's like, oh, it feels very, I can see why people would hold off. It, it does feel like a, quite a bold step to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can That's I right. can see what that would, would be sort of a, a bit of a barrier there. Yeah, something to push off sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think also, when, when we was just talking about getting prepared to buy your house and we're talking about that kind of very early stages, we do, I'm going to do some of my marketing here. Um, we, do have, <laughs> we do offer a product um, called uh, Move Ready. So it basically allows you to get a step ahead of the conveyancing. We get a lot of the conveyancing leave work done prior to you putting the house into market. So it's important your house, um, you have to make sure your house isn't on the market first. So it's sort of, we sort of then sort of jump ahead of the estate, so to speak. But it, it, it sort of knocks sort of three weeks, maybe it's possibly a bit more off your conveyancing time. So if you're wanting to move quite quickly, that's a really good option that Atwell's offer. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. I mean, it's it, it's really interesting. One of the, I think actually one of the factors that pushes people not to move is the stress of moving. And actually people just think, oh, we, we don't want to go through that. You know, we'll do that another year. There's too mm. much going on this year. And the conveyance is, you know, you know, yes, the marketing the house and us coming and showing people around and getting the house ready for pictures and everything else. That's reasonably stressful, but yeah, the very nice people from Atwell's calling up and going, have you got that certificate for your conservatory? Yeah, it was up yeah. five years ago or ten years ago. And then they go, I don't really know what you're yeah. Yeah, Getting that out of the way first, that's a yeah. really, that's, yeah, that's a that, really good idea. Is, and it takes it, a lot of that does, concern yeah. for stuff so away. And also as well, because I was like, you know, I wouldn't have these things, I can't remember of them. Um, <laughs> so if you do have that problem and you can't find the... Um, documents for your conservatory or for your buyer <laughs> service or, or any of those things, you can get something that's um, called indemnity insurance which will help cover those those elements. So don't be deterred by that. There are products and services we can pad around that area. So always just speak to your commands. If you can't find a particular guarantee or certificate that you needed and your buyers are pressing for that, then do speak to your commands about indemnity insurance. It's a great way of being able to sort of mitigate your responsibility and just move on with your convincing. And um, sort of what are the best property options do you think when you're looking to downsize? I think it's just, it, it really it really depends, you know, what, what we find is um, people, as I, I'm covering, I'm doubling up, sorry, <laughs> but when I talk, it, it, it's actually, people often don't want to necessarily downsize the house too much, they just want to downsize the responsibilities. Mm garden etc but one thing we've we've really found recently is um there's a move towards new build uh, yeah, and actually okay. downsizers taking on the new build because again there's such a yeah, there's no maintenance to worry about you've got a 10-year warranty yeah, most of the time you've got a you know very friendly builder there ready to help out if something isn't if you, if you don't know how a system works in the mm-hmm. house or something like that and actually new builds can be a really good opportunity for for, for someone who's perhaps you know, lived in a beautiful grade two listed house with 10 acres, you know, they can come to a you know, nice four bedroom house that's brand new, you know, it's, it's warm, you know, very low energy bills. Um, and so yeah, we find a lot of move towards that. Um, and as well, location wise, you know, again, it's a, it's kind of a, a define, a, a, something that, that, that we always kind of bear in mind is, um, often we have people who actually will only want to move to a certain village. Yeah. And then within that village, they only want to move to within a five-minute walk oh. of the shops, and then a five-minute walk of work more of where their children live. So we kind of have these circles, and we go right. We need to find Mr. and Mrs. 
you know, Smith, a, a, a house in this very small yeah. area, this, this size, this price. Oh. So, again, it's just working with people to find their right, exactly the right house for them. And that's, you know, that's where we kind of try and build the relationships up with people that are downsizing and everybody else. But the downsizers definitely, <laughs> because, again, it's more... Yeah, it can be a bit more emotional for them as well. You know, as mm. you said, lots of memories in their houses, and if they've been there, you know, thirty years or something like that. I think yeah. the longest we've had someone, this lady was in a house for fifty years. Yeah, wow. which is amazing. Oh my she, gosh. And she, yeah, she was she was quite sad to go. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, children, yeah. grandchildren, great grandchildren, yeah. <laughs> all, yeah, all, all been in that Another house. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, what do you think are the advantages to downsizing? Again, I think. It's just simplification of, of, of their life. You know, actually, yeah. when, when people you know, get to a, a certain age, and I'm, I'm not going to say an age because you know, some people <laughs> want to downsize at 70, some want to downsize at 45. Makes yeah. perfect sense to me. Um, yeah, but I think it's just simplification, simplification. Yeah, and actually, there's a financial side to it as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. which again is it's not, not it's not a main factor, but it's quite interesting. A lot of people have got quite a lot of equity cash just tied up in their house mm -hmm. and. You get to a certain age and think, actually, I fancy going on a round the world, don't know, maybe not a cruise, that sounds a bit old fashioned, <laughs> but you know, something like that. So they think, well, we can sell our house and you know, take a nice chunk of equity out and do something different with it. Yeah. So that's a fact, definitely a factor as well when it comes to downsizing, mm -hmm. um, you know, just releasing some capital. Yeah. And what do you think are sort of the disadvantages to downsizing, if there are any, in your opinion? I think the disadvantage only really comes if if it's rushed. Mm -hmm. And now, okay, you know, everybody's time frame is different. You know, it may, you know, some people do it in a very relaxed manner over time, and it, that's lovely. But actually, sometimes people downsize um, in a rush because uh, their partner's ill. Uh, that, 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 that can happen and does happen. Um, and I think one of the dangers, especially when people are doing things quickly, is making a wrong decision in terms of what house you buy. Mm. Uh, and actually jumping at a house thinking or bungalow or whatever it is and thinking yep yeah, that's perfect for me let's just move there because you don't want to have to do it twice and I think so yeah the disadvantage can be doing it too quickly mm. and not making the right decision around you know around which property they go to really mm. yeah. that's definitely a factor and uh, will a downsizer have to pay any stamp duty it really depends mm. it really depends so if uh, again, obviously, you know, the, uh, as I'm sure you're all very aware of what's coming up on Wednesday, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised the phone hasn't gone off with a good yeah. customer demanding exchange today. Um, you know, obviously, after Wednesday, the, um, you know, the, the relief up to 500 goes completely, um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be a fun day tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, so, yes, I mean, obviously, they will have to pay stamp duty depending on the price, but uh, again, it's the stamp duty. Yeah, yes, it's a bit of a pain. No one's have to pay more taxes, or you know, you've, you've kind of hey, but they're not more often than not. Uh, if someone's downsizing, they've possibly had their property for 10, 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. There's obviously been quite a big capital growth in the value of that property mm -hmm. over time, and that often, well, more often than not, completely offsets the, the stamp duty they pay. So that softens a, softens a blow a little yeah. bit, but <laughs> yeah, stamp duty, yeah. no, still never it's a pleasant tomorrow, thing. <laughs> yes, it's, it's tomorrow. It's just like looming for like yeah, months. No, it's tomorrow. <laughs> um, so just, just to sort of point out a couple of things. Firstly, we're recording this just before the stamp duty deadline. <laughs> so hence why we're all joking about it because we know what it's been like yeah. for the last uh, few weeks or months actually. But it's really started the, right the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, also, I just wanted to um, just confirm that it's a phase out approach to the stamp duty. So um, although the stamp duty complete relief does stop, um, 
you, it will be a phase out, so you will only pay 5% above anything over 250, and you're paying on anything above that. So up to 250 is um, still no no tax to pay, no, no, no stamp duty. Above that, you then pay um, your 5%. So for example, if you were buying a property which was at 350, you would only pay the stamp duty on that 100. Um, did I say that right? Yeah, three fifty. Yeah, yeah hundred. Yes. See, maths whilst live. Okay, it's never worked out. I could not be. Last episode recorded, I was trying to wake up Sandy's live, and that was not going <laughs> on at all. So yeah, so just to reiterate, it's a phase out, and it's till September. So even if you miss this deadline, don't panic. Yes, you will have to pay a little bit, but it will not be thousands, thousands of pounds. It's going to be a marginal reasonable amount in comparison to, to the sale of your house so mm. yeah and uh when someone's viewing a property and they think about downsizing is there anything that you think they need to be aware of that some people don't think about when they're viewing property so that's from the seller's point of view in terms of getting their house ready to ready to sell oh uh, well or... no just like for a downsizer i mean um oh, okay. they're looking at a property think about buying it think about buying it okay um yeah i think that's an interesting one. I think from a downsizer's point of view, I think they, quite often when we, when we show someone who's downsizing a property, they instantly look at the dimension of the rooms and a lot of the comments are, oh, this is a bit small, this oh. is a bit too small. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of try and say to them, well, you know, it, it's all within the context of, 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 you know, of the kind of overall property. And, and okay, they may be coming from a you know, 20 by 30 open plan kitchen, dining, living space in, in, their, in, their, in their current house. <laughs> But actually, some you know a, a smaller version of that that's maybe you know fifteen by twelve or something like that. So still a, a reasonable sized kitchen breakfast room that can still work. They might just have to you know, maybe ditch the kind of twelve person dining room, di- dining table. Let's go for a six. <laughs> It'll still yeah, work. So it's just kind of the you know actually when you come from a larger house going to a small one, it's the perception of the often it's just the perception of the space that you know I always say to the people that are downsizing just. Try not to imagine necessarily you know, your furniture in here. You know, look at how it's presented at the moment, mm-hmm. or you know, imagine. Always keep a tape measure in the car, and you know, kind of say, "Look, okay, this is how big your table is. Let's lay it out on the floor." You know, this is how. Can I fit my grand piano? Yeah, exactly. Living room, yeah. Can I move away from the grand piano? Yeah. So yeah. don't help too much, but yeah, it's just that perception. And and I'm I'm kind of I'm six foot two, so I'm a great example of how wide a bed is. So I kind of stand against the wall and go, look, this this is where your bed would go. <laughs> this is a king size bed with this one. It's, <laughs> so it's, it's pretty useful, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, very, it's very handy, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Talents. Well, yeah, that, that, that's about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Oh. And um, what do you think a downsizer can consider? Sorry, I can't speak today. What do you think a downsizer should consider when trying to sell their current property? Yeah, it, it can, this is a question that, especially when we're doing valuations, you know, one of the main questions people ask us is, what do we need to do to our house to sell it? And I always, well, no, 90% of the time, I really try and pull people back from you know, starting to do major works to their house, changing kitchens, changing bathrooms, redecorating everywhere. Because more often than not, the, the incoming couple, family, wherever it is, be they from local, London, wherever it is, they're going to bring their own ideas and walk into the house and go, okay, I want to do this, I want to do that. Uh, and so therefore, from the position of a downsizer, of a vendor, if they spend 20,000 redecorating their house and doing a new bathroom, 
and someone comes in and rips it out, it, it, it's a bit of a, it, it doesn't help necessarily. So I, 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 I always say, or most of the time, just say, just make sure it's clean, tidy. You know, we're all guilty of putting a bit too much on the kitchen side, you know, yeah. let's come in, put it on the kitchen side. I think just get that all nice and clear so people can see the space. Yeah. Um, maybe a bit of decluttering, it's my Pink least favourite word, but yeah. it actually is the right word for the, for, for the thing. You know, just get it as clear as possible, but don't do too much work because you know, you know, most people are buying into kind of the vision of a house and, and what they can do with it going forward. So yeah, not doing too much is no. my <laughs> <laughs> advice there. Exactly, yeah. And um, how long will the overall conveyancing process take? That depends. That's a problem. I mean, this year we obviously it's been a real, a really interesting time with, with mm-hmm. COVID. People working from home, solicitors working from home, or, or, or not, or however. You know, no, I, I'm my advice to people at the moment is eight to ten weeks is a safe kind of time period. Yes, we've had some go through in five, six weeks, which wow. is great. That, that, that was remarkable. And we've had some that we're you know, four months in and we're still going <laughs> and we're nearly there. So, uh, but normally, yeah, normally eight, eight to ten weeks is pretty, is, is pretty good. Um, yeah, that, 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 gives, that gives enough time uh, yeah, for people to, to, to do it, but be prepared for it to do it longer. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm, I'm very similar when we sort of talk about what Atwells do. It's um, eight, to, eight to ten weeks, um, typically as, as, as well, so that's kind of our, our standard time. Um, for conveyancing again if you are in this position you can do the move ready and it will speed up the conveyancing um, and again if, if you depending on who's buying your house in the chain normally the downsizer you'll be at the top end of the chain which is the amount of people that are buying a house it takes you to move um, if you're if for example which may not be the case but if you've got a first time buyer then that chain's going to be relatively small just with two people in it so um, that's always worth finding out how big the chain is as well because that will have an effect on your um, conveyancing. But as I said, typically it's that um, eight to ten weeks that's currently at Wells sort of time frame as well. So that's, that's good, we, we match up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, match a, up there. we didn't talk before well. this, did we? It's told me the numbers scripted. to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I had the email, eight to ten weeks, no less. That is all from us. Yeah, it's all, yeah, excellent. Well, thank you. Um, thanks for joining us. Yes, it was great. Um, please do like and subscribe, uh, depending on where you're listening to this on what platform. We're going to try and get these out to many platforms as we can. Um, Spotify is our next aim. So if you're able to, please share uh, um, as well with your friends. We're again, we're hoping to just get tra- get as much information out about property and about law as we can in a really simplistic way. Just trying to break down the barriers. It's kind of what we do it at well. So anyway, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again.